Hi, I'm Rochelle Boeta and welcome to Deep Insights. In this episode, Senior Editor Gerard Peter speaks to Tim Walwyn, Head of Siemens Mineral Solutions for Southern and Eastern Africa, about the recently held Siemens Smart Mining Africa Forum, a virtual event that was a resounding success. Let's join the discussion. Hello, and welcome to Deep Insights. Today, I'm speaking to Tim Warwin, Head of Siemens Mineral Solutions for Southern and Eastern Africa, about the recent Siemens Smart Mining Africa Forum, a digital event that was a resounding success. Welcome, Tim. It's always good to have you on the show. Great to be back with you. So, Tim, just to recap, what exactly was the Siemens Smart Mining Africa Forum? Gerard, we really decided that the industry had been in a condition of lockdown and extended response to the COVID pandemic, and that we really needed to create an opportunity for people in the industry and other stakeholders to engage with one another. And the Smart Mining Forum was designed to create a bit of a conversation space around technology and trends in mining and how various stakeholders can work together to try and improve the competitiveness of the sector here in Africa. But in, in the light of the COVID-19 pandemic, would you say that there's a heightened interest in digital solutions in the mining space? Absolutely. The trend came out very clearly that a lot of people have seen how much digital technology can enable them to deal with unexpected shocks and challenges like the pandemic. So a lot of people have been using technology in ways that maybe two years ago would have seemed completely unrealistic and have seen that those technologies can be adopted rapidly and used by their workforce. So, of course, now the question is really coming up, what do we do next? And of course, it comes at a time where the mining industry is also benefiting from a windfall in terms of commodity prices. So I think the appetite is there to invest in technologies that will build out sustainability and competitive advantage for the long term. Now, Tim, the event ran over three days. Can you give us an overview of some of the highlights of the event? Sure. We wanted to have a multi-day event to provide space for conversations, as well as to give different themes enough room to really uh, get some exposure and, and have those um, interactions between the involved people. So on the first day, we really looked at some high-level trends we had great presentations from Andrew Lane at Deloitte talking about tracking the trends in mining as it relates to the social and business and technology environment. On day two, we really looked at people and technology and how do those two things come together within the mining space. And there, Sitsa van der Vode from the Minerals Council gave us some great ideas about how mining can change and evolve for the better of South Africa. And on day three, we created a lot of sessions where people could come and learn more about specific technologies, applications, references, and demonstrations. And so what came out of that was a couple of technical areas that people were really keen to explore more, in particular things like remote operations technologies. So how can you have the workforce virtually present in a mining operation without exposing them to the risks associated with actually being at the coalface, so to speak? Then we saw a lot of interest in the topic of manufacturing execution systems and how people can use software to better plan and track and monitor the execution of their business. Uh, and even right down to some pretty granular technology topics 
around specific implementations in the field of different types of techni technical solutions. Uh, we saw that people really wanted to get into the nuts and bolts and understand those things. So I would say overall, it was a case of people and skills was a major topic. The social impact of mining was a major topic. And then really linking technology to specific business cases and outcomes was another thing we spent a lot of time talking about. Okay, now, Tim, I understand that the top three webinars in terms of attendance were remote operations, technology, and reference projects, intelligent MCC, and MES. Why do you think these topics got so much interest? That was very interesting, Gerald. And I think one of the key things that we saw around the remote operations technology topic was that people have been able to move to a substantially remote kind of working in their office environments. So we all sit at home, I'm sitting at home right now, we can communicate using a range of technologies and platforms that have been made available, and we can pretty effectively work in collaborative groups without physically being present. So the real question is, can you take that into a safety critical, operationally intense environment like an actual mining operation? Uh, and that has a couple of benefits. Obviously, with a reference to the recent pandemic situation, it means people can actually be present to work when there might be lockdowns or quarantines that impact them. And it also means that people can do dangerous jobs without being in dangerous places. And that particularly comes into play in the underground environment where an autonomously controlled machine is able to go into a dangerous area and not expose an operator who might be sitting in an air-conditioned office above ground to the same level of risk. So that was a major theme throughout the event. Uh, ben, Intelligent MCCs was an interesting one for us because that's a very detailed technical topic. But I think what it also showed was this trend towards adding intelligence at the lowest possible level in an operation. So when you talk about digitalization, it really relies on having access to data and then using that data to add value to your operation. And an intelligent MCC is a typical example of one of those shop floor devices to which you can build in a lot of intelligence, a lot of data acquisition capability, and then feed that data right throughout the system. Uh, in particular cases like condition monitoring, we can monitor energy consumption, we can draw conclusions from how energy consumption changes over time to detect wear and tear of equipment. So a whole range of things that can be done by what on the face of it might seem like a fairly simple technology. And then, of course, MES, manufacturing execution systems, that's really mining companies trying to get the big picture, trying to move away from silo-based operations where people are working in small, confined areas of expertise, trying to sub-optimize individual processes, and rather look at the whole business value chain, from demand at the customer end right through to what operator is using what piece of equipment in what part of the mining operation to deliver value at any given time and hopefully tie all of those things together to eliminate waste. Now, Tim, something very innovative at the Siemens Smart Mining Africa Forum was a virtual showroom. What was the response to the showroom and what were some of the technologies on show? It was really a great complement to the presentations by our various speakers to have a lot of information available in a virtual space that almost simulates the experience of walking around a classical showroom or exhibition area. And that meant that we could put our products and solutions and technologies in the context of 
everything else that we offer and of the show itself. So I think we got a very positive response from people being able to contextualize a very wide range of product offerings, having listened to discussions about how those are used in practice. And I definitely think that that is going to be the way that we need to communicate such a complex and vast product offering in future. Okay, and turning our attention to products, you also launched the Siemens C-Drive IQ. Can you give us an overview of this product and what are its benefits to the mining sector? Well, I think this is an interesting evolution of a topic that's become a bit of a buzzword over the last few years, but which maybe hasn't been that well understood by a lot of people. And that's IIoT, or the Industrial Internet of Things. And what we've done with C-Drive IQ is really package the Siemens IIoT platform MindSphere into a ready-to-go, out-of-the-box solution for monitoring critical equipment. So without having to go into a lot of details about architecture and functionality, cybersecurity, all of the other things that implement a typical IoT implementation, we're able to offer customers the C-Drive IQ package, which is a combination of hardware, software, cloud subscription, and services to enable them to consistently monitor the performance of key equipment, particularly large drives and motors in critical industrial processes, and to either detect before they happen any degradation of performance that might lead to a failure, or to respond rapidly in case of some kind of a breakdown to be able to ensure minimum downtime. So C-Drive IQ for us is really a case of black boxing IoT functionality to add a lot of value to customers where they have critical operations that are sensitive to downtime. Tim, something that was is really interesting to me is that you also launched a hackathon at the event. So what are the objectives of the hackathon and how will somebody be participating in it? Well, what we're seeing in our discussions with the mining industry at the moment and what was borne out by a lot of the polls that we conducted with our audience during the event is that really one of the hottest topics at the moment is the whole concept of how to ready people to participate in an industry that's being transformed by the fourth industrial revolution. So how do you get people out of their traditional positions and into new jobs where IT and software skills and interoperability is really becoming the name of the game. And one of the acquisitions that Siemens has made recently is the Mendix Rapid Application Development System. And this is really an innovative software platform that can enable almost anybody with very limited software development skills or IT knowledge to be able to build an app to solve a particular problem that they might face in their day-to-day work. And so what we've done with the hackathon that we launched at the event was to make universities who are involved in the mining space aware of this technology and invite them to participate in solving mining problems that have been put forward by the industry, by the customers and other stakeholders that we work with using that rapid application development, low-code or no-code software technology. And so we're really hoping to see that by placing this kind of technology in the hands of a wider range of people who don't require such high technical skills, we can open up innovation to a broader part of the industry. We can encourage people to be less afraid of IT and software systems and what this means for them and their jobs, and hopefully create an ecosystem of innovation and co-creation within mining companies and their suppliers. 
So we're very excited to see what comes out and the final outcomes of the hackathon should be judged in October this year. Now, now Tim, you also hosted an SMME showcase. Um, what were the objectives of this and how does it benefit the mining value chain? Well, once again, this circles back to the themes that we were focusing on of people and skills and the social impact of mining. And we spoke to one of our key customers in the sector, Anglo-American, and worked together with them to identify a number of SMMEs that are really contributing to the mining space and the technology implementation space together. And we really want to encourage this idea that SMMEs can also be a source of innovation to support the mining industry and the growth of the industry overall. Uh, and so what we did was work through a process with the identified SMMEs, whereby they were able to put forward a showcase of their individual offerings, which was also included in our virtual event space. And at the end of that process, we also judged which of the SMMEs were bringing the most innovative offerings to the industry. And in total, the winners of the competition were given more than a million rands worth of support in terms of training and business enablement services from Siemens to enable them to grow their businesses and contribute more to the broader mining sector. So we're very excited about using a platform like this to encourage small businesses to participate in the industry in a more intensive way. Wow, Tim, that really is something. Well done to Siemens for supporting SMMEs in the mining sector. Finally, Tim, if one wants to access the webinar re recordings of the event, uh, how do they do this? Well, as much as we would have loved to see everybody in person, one of the great things about having a virtual event is that we are able to make all of the content available on demand for those who weren't able to join us on the day. So I'd really encourage all your listeners to go and check out siemens.co.za and link through to the Smart Mining Forum page there, or they can look out for the hashtag Smart Mining Forum on social media. Tim Warwin, Head of Siemens Mineral Solutions for Southern and Eastern Africa. As always, thank you for joining us on Deep Insights today. Thanks very much, Gerard. A pleasure as always. Thank you for listening. Remember to access recorded sessions simply to siemens.co.za and follow the link to the Siemens Smart Mining Africa Forum. And remember to like and subscribe to Deep Insights. Until next time, goodbye and stay safe.